As I was thinking about the different Bible characters that were presented this morning, I thought to myself, all of them have something in common. Something that they have in common is all of them were lights for Jesus, as was mentioned. Each one was a powerful influence for God. They shined like a light. A story, this skit was just illustrating uh, the life of Daniel and his friends. And, uh, or rather, the friends of, of Daniel. Daniel wasn't there in that particular scene, but it comes to us from the book of Daniel. And I want to invite you this morning, real briefly, to open up to the book of Daniel. And I want to look at a, a powerful verse in the last chapter of this great book. Daniel chapter 12. Daniel chapter 12. The first couple verses describe this time when Michael, when our Lord and Savior has to stand up because the distress on the earth is too great. The time has come for him to stand up. But there's something powerful in verse 3. Almost as kind of a little footnote. It says there in verse 3, those who are wise will do what? They will shine. Shine like the brightness of the heavens and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Here, as we're thinking about the last days, Daniel reminds us, he says, if you shine for Jesus, you're wise. If you lead people to become righteous, to become followers of God, you're going to be like a bright and shining star. So in just a few moments this morning, I want to think about what does it mean to shine for Jesus? How can we be lights for Jesus? And it occurred to me that glow-in-the-dark stickers or things that are made, painted with glow-in-the-dark is a perfect illustration or rather, a really good illustration, nothing's perfect in life, but it's a really good illustration of what it means to shine for Jesus and how that is possible. Now, I don't have something that's glow-in-the-dark, but pretend that this card had glow-in-the-dark ink, glow-in-the-dark paint on it, all right? Can you picture that in your mind? You've had glow-in-the-dark stickers before, right? You know how they, they work, basically. So if this has been in my suit jacket all day, and imagine the church is dark, and I pull it out. What's going to happen? Will you see it? No, you won't see it. Why? Okay, it hasn't been exposed to light. So, imagine that there's a big spotlight shining right down on me. This is the side with the glow-in-the-dark ink on it. I pull it out of my pocket, and I hold it like this. Yeah, there you go. I hold it like this. And remember, this is the side with the glow-in-the-dark stuff on it. What's going to happen to this side. Is it going to become bright? Why not? It's not facing the light. Step number one, if you want to glow for Jesus, if you want to shine for Jesus, you need to face the light. What did Jesus say about himself in John 8, verse 12? He said, I am the light of the world. He also said in, in Matthew 5, you are the light of the world. 
So if we're going to be the light of the world, we've got to face the light. Go real quick to Psalm 34. Psalm 34, we'll see a similar principle here in Scripture. Psalm 34 and verse 5. Psalm 34, verse 5. We'll look at verse 4 first. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all of my fears. Verse 5. Those who look to him, in my Bible, NIV, it says, are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Verse 6. This poor man called and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Verse 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. It says there in verse 5 that those who look to Jesus, those that orient their lives to Jesus, become radiant. Just like glow in the dark. you got to point the glowing side, the side that you want to glow, towards the source of the light. That's how it works. So step number one, if you want to shine and be wise, if you want to be a light for Jesus, we've got to orient our lives towards him. What does that mean? It means waking up and saying, God, I want you in my life today. Spending time in the word. That means having family worship together. That means coming to Sabbath school, coming to church, being a part of adventurers. Learning more about Jesus, learning more about life and how to serve him. Going to Pathfinders. It means going to a small group throughout the week. Going to prayer meeting through the week. Spending time focusing your thoughts and your life on Jesus. But you know, let's say that the, um, I point this towards the light. Is it enough to just simply go like, boop, and all of a sudden it's going to glow really brightly? Is that how glow-in-the-dark works? What do, you, what do you have to do with glow-in-the-dark stuff? Yeah, he said you have to aim at the light for a while. You can't just hope to be fully charged. Just bloop. Or when I, when I charge my cell phone at night, I don't just plug it in for five seconds and then it's full. It takes a while, right? Solar panels. You can't just hold it up to the sun and then hope that you have power for the rest of your life. You need more sun. You need regular sun. I want to look at another Bible verse. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. I only have two main points. We're working on our second point. So if you get these two points, then the work is accomplished. You know, they say it's better sometimes if you just read one Bible verse and understand it and apply it in your life than if you read 10 chapters in the morning. Sometimes the things that are so simple are things that we overlook. If we can just get the simple things of the gospel and apply it in our lives, that'll have a whole lot more power than if we overlook the simple, beautiful truths of Scripture while trying to get so complicated that we don't get any value out of it. I think that's part of what having a faith like a child is like. Accepting the simple things and doing them. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. It's talking about um, the story here 
in these verses surrounding it about Moses. Remember how Moses would go and he would spend time on the mountain with God? And then what, what did he have to put on his face when he would come down from the mountain? A veil. Why did he put a veil on his face? He was shining. He was literally shining because he'd been in the presence of God and he'd spent quality time in the presence of God. In verse 18, 2 Corinthians 3, it says, And we, with unveiled faces, all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. These verses and the verses above it remind us about that story when Moses would spend time in the presence of God. It wasn't just a moment. It wasn't just a, dear Jesus, I love you, help me have a good day, amen. That's good, sometimes that's all you have time for. But it was more than that, it was spending quality time. So from our lesson of the, the glow-in-the-dark object, has to be number one, pointed in the direction of the light, and number two, it has to spend quality time in the direction of the light. For me, what that means is, I got to spend time with Jesus each day, and, and more than just a quick 15-second prayer, because uh, my heart needs a lot more changing than just that. If God can change your hearts in 15 seconds a day, praise the Lord for that, but my heart needs a lot more work than that. How about you? We don't know what challenges we're going to face each day. If we want to shine for Jesus, number one, point your life towards him. And number two, spend quality time with him. If you do that, just like a glow-in-the-dark object, you too will glow. But one final question about glow-in-the-dark things. If I charge this up, Rohan... If I were to charge this up, let's say it's glow-in-the-dark, and I point it towards the sun, it gets all glowing, is it good for the rest of my life? Will it just glow for the rest of my life? No. Why not? Do I have to like, keep charging it every day? Yeah, I do. Every single day. It's like people with solar panels. It's not just enough to, to buy them and have them for one day and then cover them up. You need them out there. Day by day. If you want to shine for Jesus, number one, point your life towards him. Number two, spend quality time with him. I have a friend who was at the Grand Canyon. I haven't been there yet, but I hope to go sometime soon. He was at the Grand Canyon, and he was standing there at the edge, looking at all of the amazing glory that it is. And he couldn't help but notice there was a father and son kind of involved in some sort of discussion. They were debating something. The son was actually, um, I think they were talking about how the Grand Canyon was formed. And the one was talking about evolutionary uh, theories. And, and the other was saying that, that God could have formed it with a flood very quickly. And there's some great evidence for that as, as you look at it. But he was just staring at at them, and then they looked up at him. He's, he was, uh, they were on a trail down below him. They looked up at him, and something unique was happening on my friend's face. And they came up and they started talking to him, and they said, you know, when I looked up at you, I saw your face, and your face was glowing. 
His face was literally glowing. You know, we talk about being a light for Jesus, but sometimes he makes us a literal light for him. And in that interaction, my friend was able to share a little bit of God's love and God's truth with them. If you want to be a light, number one, look to the light. Jesus is our light. And number two, spend quality time with that light. Not once, not twice, but every single day. And God will make you a light for him. Who wants to be a light for the Lord today? I want to be that light. Dear Father, please help us to remember day by day spend, to spend time with you so that we can be like the Bible characters that we heard about today. They weren't perfect, but with your grace and your blood, they were perfect. And so can we. The grace and blood that covers us, cleanses us, and empowers us to be representatives of you in this world. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.